0: This podcast is an unabridged reading of The Road to Grandeur by Brant Trebor, read by the author. If interested in purchasing the novel, look up The Road to Grandeur on Amazon. It is available both in Kindle and on paperback. This podcast is meant to be listened to in sequential order. Thus, each episode corresponds to that chapter in the book. And now, The Road to Grandeur, as read by the author. Chapter 1 Running Jade sprinted across the wet rooftops of Hainus. Three men in black pursued her through the darkness. An arrow smashed into the nearby stone wall, causing sparks of light in the rainy night. The flat top buildings were separated by only a few feet. One slip, and she would fall three stories to the street. Her mind raced as fast as her feet. She glanced back and saw the trio of silhouettes against the horizon 50 paces behind her. They had fallen back, less reckless in their jumps from rooftop to rooftop. She needed a plan. Over the sound of rain, Jade heard a clank of metal as another arrow whizzed past her head and collided into the stone building. She had a small lead. Only three buildings were left till the end of the street. Jade saw some buildings with rope ladders, but not on the buildings she had passed. She looked down and saw none of the canvas awnings that appeared on the streets during the day. Only the hard-packed ground below would break her fall. The town of Haynes was made of clay, stone, and broken dreams. The buildings and houses were built quickly and close together, with an overriding color scheme of brown, gray-brown, and tan. She heard the thump of another arrow disappear past her into the darkness, and she sprinted on. Jade jumped to the second-to-last building on the block. She glanced back at the ground. Nothing, not even a hay pile to break her fall. She sprinted onward to the last building, much farther away, but Jade had no intention of stopping. She leaped. As soon as she left the edge of the roof, she realized the distance was too great. She flailed between buildings, reaching as far as she could. Her palms collided with the roof's hanging edge at full speed, but her desperation allowed her to maintain her grasp on the slippery, wet roof. She thought about crying for help, but there was no one on the street. It was the middle of night in heinous. She tried to pull herself over the edge, but her arms were not strong enough. With her arms extended, Jade slowly slid herself along the edge of the roof. Hands cramping and in pain, Jade focused on survival as she worked her way along the edge. The corner seemed impossibly far away but she gritted her teeth and kept sliding. She looked behind her. The men had not caught up to her yet. They had to be close. Hanging in midair, with her back to her pursuers, she forced her hands to move. Jade felt a rush of wind pass right above her. She looked and saw nothing. Jade expected the men to appear any minute. With aching arms, Jade made it to the corner and was able to look along the edge of the building. No ladder. Jade looked down, still nothing below but bone-breaking ground. She tried again to pull herself up, but her arms were rubber. Jade closed her eyes, willing a ladder to simply appear. A growl of conversation came from above, followed by a metallic clash of weapons. Could they not know where she was? A horrible scream erupted, followed by more sounds of weapons colliding. Jade strained for a glimpse of the building behind her. She saw a figure in a billowing long black coat standing at the edge of the other building. One of the pursuers had finally caught up. Jade braced herself for an arrow in the back, but it did not come. Come on, Jade, think, she muttered, hoping she could conjure a miracle. Somehow the man in black had not seen her yet. She closed her eyes tightly. A pop came from the edge of the roof. Away from the action occurring above, Jade opened her eyes and saw a glint of metal through the rain. A ladder had appeared, where before there was nothing. Nothing. She could not will her arms to move one more inch, much less the entire distance of the roof. Need a hand? a voice said from above. Jade dared a look. Her arms were burning. She glared at the man. I'll take that as a yes. Jade felt her body being pulled upward. Relief flooded her. She allowed herself to be laid on the roof as she caught her breath. The figure hid in the shadows. He blended into the darkness and sat on a squat bench, oblivious of the rain. His hair was jet black and pulled into a long ponytail. His angular, pale face was outlined in the occasional lightning strike. He drank from a wineskin, a small amount dribbling from the corner of his mouth. In the wet blackness, it looked like he was drinking blood. You're fine, said the figure, more of a statement than a question. Jade did not answer. He had just saved her life, but she was not sure if she liked what she saw. He appeared relaxed, but he had moved like a wraith. He watched her. She stared back. Jade glanced again at the ladder she had somehow missed. She turned back to look at the man and yelped. He was right in front of her, gliding to her, though she had not even realized he had moved. He sat next to her for a full minute, apparently comfortable in the awkward silence. His smooth, angular face made his age difficult to guess, possibly late thirties. What's your name? I'm Lisa, said Jade, the lie already prepared. Real name? Lisa is my name, said Jade, Few people knew her in town since she spent most of her life in the shadows. She had learned long ago to have aliases at the tip of her tongue with a different backup story for each. Rarely did she give her real name. Fine, the figure said. His tone made it clear he knew she was lying. Jade stared at him. I figured we could drop the act, considering you were about to give the street a three-story hug. My nurse is coming, and I have to return to work. What about the bounty hunters? Jade asked. You won't have to worry about them anymore. Right. I'm sure they'll just go home and forget everything. I might have been better off on the ledge. That could still be a range. For what it's worth, they weren't bounty hunters. Why were they after you? Jade frowned. I I, I don't know. Fair enough. They sat in silence. The rain had resolved and the lightning flickered on the horizon. So, what did you steal? Who said I stole anything? Jade answered. Men were chasing you, and you assumed they were bounty hunters? What else? I suppose you could have killed someone, but you're not the type. (laughs) No, I've snitched a few things. I I once made amulets out of clay and sold them to travelers claiming they had protective magic. (laughs) I I don't think that someone would hire bounty hunters over that, though. Either way, you're, you're safe for now. How can you be sure? Jade asked. He stood up and nodded at the heap on the ground. Three shapes created a motionless mound. Jade yelped in surprise. You killed them! I merely did what they planned to do to you. He stood up and walked to the middle of the roof. A hatch appeared directly in front of him. A middle-aged female popped her head out of the trapdoor. She wore a simple gray robe, but Jade could see muscular arms hiding in the sleeves. The trapdoor appeared heavy to Jade, yet this woman lifted it effortlessly. Hey, Cam, there's an idiot here whining about his foot. He looks like a nobleman of some kind, so I figured... She stopped mid-sentence when she noticed Jade. Immediately her voice and demeanor changed. Oh my, who is this? What are you doing on the rooftop in this weather? And how did you even get here? You're soaked. Cam, why didn't you get here inside? No matter, I'm Marie. Come here right now and let's get you warmed up. Jade grinned. The woman had a stern face and a commanding voice, but her smile came easily. The man had already started down the hatch. I hope he didn't scare you, or even worse, talk about philosophy or some other drivel. Once you get him going, I tell you, he can be impossible to stop. Jade then looked at the man in black. Wait, wait, what's your name? Cameron. Cameron Sanger. Jade made her way to the trap door on the roof of the building. She normally would be hesitant to follow someone, but unless she wanted to jump across the rooftops again, she had no other choice. She looked over the city before heading down. In the distance, she saw a door open, the light from inside the house illuminating a man about to start his day. He kissed his wife goodbye, and Jade saw a small child behind the woman wave as he headed out. The man smiled and waved back. They were just a normal family on another normal day. Jade sighed and headed down the ladder. That's chapter one. I hope you loved it. Please click like or subscribe and keep listening for chapter two.